Purple shouted from the hallway. I sprung away from Jason and reached under my bed. I took out my gun and gestured for him to get under there. He went to protest, but I raised my gun to his chest. His eyes went wide before he dived under the bed. Purple opened the door and then closed it extremely carefully behind him. What's going on? I whispered. Sandor's back. Purple didn't need to elaborate. Sandor was our flatmate and she had a fetish for perfects. It didn't matter if they were male or female. She would use them as toys and then kill them. We had rescued her from the government's palace a year ago. She'd been abused so badly that she'd almost died. Since then, we tried to get rid of her over and over again. But she just kept coming back. The problem with this situation was that Sandor's ability was extremely heightened senses. She could smell a perfect from a long way away. I don't know how to stop her, Hope. Purple ran his hand over his hair, a pained expression on his face. I think it's time. Avoidables found it very hard to stick together, but when you accepted someone as part of the family, it was hard to get rid of them. She has to be stopped, Purple. The perfects are going to start noticing that their kind is going missing, I cursed. I thought that we'd got rid of her with Hunter. We'd sent Sandor away with Aroma. He loved the thrill of trying to survive in the wilderness and had taken our flatmate with him for six months. It had only been four months since she'd gone. She's at the front door. You need to get Jason out of here. Now. Purple reached under the bed and pulled the human out. His pale face made my heart beat, so I took his hand in mine. I kept forgetting that he wasn't used to our way of life. I'll take him to the safe spot, I said, shaking hands with Purple before wrapping my arm around Jason and allowing my wings to come free. My new arm also wrapped around his chest and together we jumped out of the window. In the distance of the city there was a red mountain that towered above it. I flew us over the buildings and to the cave in the side of the huge rock. I went about lighting a fire, which was set up and ready to use, while Jason climbed under the thick covers on the floor. It was a lot colder up here, so we always had it prepared for emergencies. What will Purple do to Sandor? Jason asked as he watched me move around. I came over to him, wondering what to do. The fire was high, but it wasn't warm enough on its own. Jason pulled the covers open and I sat down next to him. We leant against the wall of the cave. He took my hand in his and closed his eyes, waiting for me to speak. He will take her to our enforcer. She's had a warning already, but they won't tolerate any more. What will happen to her? His hand was warm. The physical contact felt strange to me. So much had changed in the last few days and I was starting to feel overwhelmed. I closed my eyes and let my head fall back against the rock. Jason's hand came up and pulled my head to his shoulder. This is weird, I said, feeling my hand start to sweat with the contact. It's fate, 
Jason replied. She'll be exiled. We may seem like horrible, dangerous ones, but we're trying our best to be better. In fact, there are hardly any avoidables that don't follow our rules now, just the rebels. We are shunned and judged by perfects just because of the way we look. How can you say that it's fair to degrade and belittle a person because they are different from you?